0: Welcome to a better way of being. I'm Ashane, soul healer, well being practitioner, and founder of the Quaduceus Healing System. Here, we will lift the veil on spiritual practices, complementary therapies, and healing modalities to highlight the role that they can play in overall body, mind, and soul well being. There will be awesome interviews and discussions with healers, complementary therapists, and inspiring souls. You will discover practices to explore and you'll be able to regularly enjoy guided meditations, sound journeys and so much more. A Better Way of Being will open up pathways for you to consider when exploring avenues to complete and whole health. A Better Way of Being disclaimer, the hosts and guests fully support and recommend the continued use of your medical professionals and let them know all that you are doing towards a better way of being for yourself. listeners and welcome to Let's Chat, one of many an episode where we have a guest speaker sharing their amazing journey towards a better way of being through a teaching, a practice or, a, or from a passion of helping others. Today we will be chatting with Teresa McDowell, founder and managing director of Hemp Hemp Array, cream of the crop natural body care. Teresa is deeply passionate about empowering people to harness and lead a healthy living. And with Hem Hem Hooray, it's about helping everyone bring out their natural beauty via radiant, healthy skin. But it doesn't stop there. Teresa has embarked on a lifestyle that is all about providing the best nourishing advice, be it through her amazing products or through word wisdom with soul-reaching poetry, and add in there, cultivating pure foods. Teresa has won many awards, being finalist in the Telstra Business Woman of the Year in 2011 to 2019 Inaugural Australian Hemp and Cannabis Awards, and honestly, many more awards in between. And where did this all start, and how did the journey unfold for Teresa? This story in itself is one of pure belief in self, belief in the goodness of others and in embracing life as it unfolds as a gift. So let's join the conversation here. Let's chat with Teresa McDowell. So hi, Teresa, and welcome to A Better Way of Being podcast. It is wonderful to have you here uh, with us.
1: Thank you, Sharon. It's a real pleasure to be here. And can I just say, firstly, thanks for everything that you do in the health and wellness space? Oh, I think thank it's wonderful you. with your soul blessings and your meditation and your sound baths. It's just, yeah, really important, I think, and wonderful work. So thank you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. This is such a big story. I've sort of known you from little, tilly, tiny tangles. Yes. Primary school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where do we start? So it, it it really is, and it's been a wonderful story to watch unfold for you. You've had so many amazing accomplishments in your soul journey, and I really can't wait to share that with the listeners. I know you've 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 been on a big platform, which is awesome. So I hope this will just get out further for you. Thank I can, you. I can remember way back, um, <laughs> way back. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you first took off. Uh, with Simon and yep. your son Ethan at the time in that yep. awesome bus that, that you had done up. It was just so exciting to watch you go and take off on that, that, that big journey and wishing you all yep. the best and with that huge adventure um, of a lifetime, really. And it really has turned out that way. So where did it all start for you? What led you to be doing what you're doing now? Yeah, it's
1: it has been a journey and I do remember really fondly heading off in our bus, you know, our 40-foot, Hino know, that we did up and, and I guess that's where the journey literally started because when we were living with Simon's parents, renovating the bus ready for the journey, it was about a six-month period um, and Ethan was only two at the time yes. and I just knew that I didn't want to work in a job where I'd have to put him in care. So that's where the interest in my own business or self-employment came in. And so I started literally with Party Plan. And, you know, and it was with a company called La Rev. I'm not even sure if they're still going now, but they were perfumes, but they also had aromatherapy, essential oils. And that's just lit me up. That side of it was what I really, really loved. And through doing that work and having those parties and getting out with people and really enjoying it, I then went on to do a diploma in aromatherapy, right. um, just a correspondence one with the British School of Yoga. And from there, that led to uh, doing a certificate in massage to be able to then you know, incorporate the oils in physical healing yes. and emotional healing. Yes. And so... As I was saying, we would, we took six months to build the bus and we had these grand plans of doing the whole Australia around Australia trip and then yes. we knew we had enough money to get to Kalgoorlie and then we would get work and then move on further. Yes. Well, we spent five days on the road, got to Kalgoorlie, stayed there for nine years. Yes. So the whole... <laughs> trip around Australia never happened and one day we might do it but yes um you know it's just life has other plans sometimes doesn't it absolutely so yeah so that is where my uh, my healing sort of my, my journey into working with healing modalities sort of started through aromatherapy and massage and so when we were parked up in the caravan park in Kalgoorlie we had a huge annex on the side of the bus and I used to do massage from from home in the bus. From there, I opened up a shop in Kalgoorlie, selling hemp clothing and other hemp products, and expanding my knowledge that way. I'd always had an interest in hemp. I remember seeing a documentary. Well, it was probably 25 years ago now. It was an Australian documentary called The Billion Dollar Crop. Yes. And that really sparked my interest in hemp and and its potential as a crop and a healing um, modality as well. So I sort of combined my knowledge of aromatherapy and using hemp oil in massage to then open the shop in Kalgoorlie, but it wasn't as successful as I would have hoped.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yep. I think being in a mining town, I was seen as a bit too alternative and a bit hippie. And
0: and back in those years, absolutely, yeah. you were very much at the beginning of it all.
1: Yes. And, you know, yes. just seen as a... Dope smoking hippie type of thing, you know those typical <laughs> terrible sort of cliches. And but it was it was really around the the actual benefits of environmental benefits that I was really keen to sort of touch into. Yes. So yeah, and then we sort of got to a point in Calgary after nine years. My dad had developed prostate cancer, and we wanted to get come back to South Australia and get our children into an alternative school, which yes. was the World of School. And so we decided to shut the shop, just cut our losses and head over to back to South Australia, our home state. And once we were back here, that's really when Hemp Hemp Array was born because I'd, I'd been doing the work in the shop and at the time, way back then, there was only a few Australian-made products and with my knowledge of aromatherapy, I thought, yes. why not give it a go myself? So that's when... Hampampere was born fifteen years ago.
0: Wow, that mm-hmm. is amazing! And yeah. you're right when you say, like, you took off for that big nine months, but then you know, spirit universe had a different, yes. different plan for you altogether. Absolutely, yeah, yes, yeah. And and Teresa, the better way of being podcast is about lifting the veil on alternative or complementary ways of self care. Mm-hmm living and healing mm. can you share with listeners because we'll we've, we've begin to go into your journey with hemp can you share yep. with um, listeners some of the benefits um, to using hemp and perhaps yeah. also broaden our awareness as to the ways it can be utilized
1: absolutely i mean it's such a big broad topic because hemp is just amazing for so many things there's literally thousands of products that can be made and ways to utilise the whole plant. And as I said earlier, you know, my initial interest was around the environment and what it can do, like it's an incredible carbon sink. And in these, you know, climate change times, we can do a lot with growing hemp to sequester or pull down carbon from the atmosphere. It's fibre is just so beneficial in so many ways, you know, the the old stories of the, the sailing ships with their sails were made of hemp cloth and the rope, hemp twine and the rigging of the ships, et cetera. But sort of in these more modern times, unfortunately, through prohibition, hemp was outlawed for many, many years and now it's seeing a resurgence, thankfully. Yes. But um, for its health benefits for both people and planet are incredible. And for the line of work that I do with skincare in particular, It's the essential fatty acid profile of hemp seed and oil that is so amazing uh, for our health. It has the perfect balance of omega-3, 6 and 9 and often with compromised skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis, dermatitis, those types of things, acne, we're lacking those essential fatty acids and our bodies can't make those um, EFAs. So we have to source it through diet or topically so that's where hemp can come in both ways we can have it topically on the skin uh, through our creams and we can take hemp seed oil internally up to a tablespoon a day is like the uh, required amount for getting those essential fatty acids the daily requirement so it's an incredible oil to use in skincare I I personally believe it's one of the best vegetable oils to use in skincare for that reason it's anti-inflammatory it just has so many wonderful benefits
0: absolutely and those omegas are also important to us and it's a vegetable product there's really no harm done to anything
1: um, exactly and you know it it takes less pesticides and, and herbicides in like cotton and conventional crops it's quite drought tolerant we know that in South Australia with our new licensing that it It does need a bit of irrigation to germination and things like that but generally quite drought tolerant so it just makes sense to include crops where we're using less chemicals and less water you know it's way less thirsty than cotton and crops like that so as i said but environmentally or the health of both people and planet it just makes sense to be using a resource like this
0: it, it does and I can just imagine and because I know your passion I can hear your passion um, <laughs> and I know it's beautiful and then sometimes you I mean I even feel like doing it at times just shaking the world or those powers to be They like, come on yep. our, our climate is changing so much I mean I've had a, a a wattle tree go through its first blossom a month ago and that's not supposed to happen till no. September yeah you know so everything's changing with changing really, yeah we've got to turn around and respect that
1: absolutely yeah Yeah, definitely
0: yeah and you have gone a long way with the promotion of what hemp can do yes getting in the the various organizations and associations established to help lead the way so that
1: yeah thanks Sharon yeah in 2011 I founded uh the industrial hemp association Mm -hmm. and very proud of that and the work that we all did as a committee Um, I sort of fumbled along for three or four years just on my own lobbying you know meeting ministers in parliament and standing on the steps and rallies and things like that initially and then in 2015 I just put the call out and said of any interest parties to come and help me with this with the association and and so, yeah, we formed a committee and lobbied very hard for two years um, with the help of other regional advocates. And then in 2017, we got the industrial hemp bill through Parliament with Tammy Franks, the Greens member. Yes. And that was uh, such a, a huge goal and, yeah, dream come true, really, because when I first started my business here in South Australia, I couldn't get any local oil. I've always um, sourced my oil for our products from Tasmania, which is incredibly beautiful oil. Tasmania were one of the first uh, states to legalize the cultivation of industrial hemp okay. back in 1998. So they were pioneers in the, in the area. But I just thought being in our state, South Australia was at the time the only state that didn't have legislation available for licensing to our farmers. So get that bill through in 2017 was just such a wonderful thing and now there's I think over 20 licensed farmers in South Australia now and we are stocking uh, Good Country Hemp is a a local brand we're stocking their oil and seeds now too so yeah it's been a bit of a dream come true
0: oh absolutely and you should be proud thank you it's a huge (laughs) just a huge effort as you said for so long doing it on your own just because of the understanding in the society of all this stuff but yeah you're there and 20 farmers that's fantastic yeah
1: 20 licenses yeah so that's really good so it'll be growing and um yeah it's just good to for farmers to have that opportunity it's about having that yeah opportunity to diversify with their farming and i guess for me now the more i learn about soil health and biodiversity and and things like that with farming my one hope is that it's not bastardized in a sense and turned into just another monoculture crop where you know a lot of my passion now is turning to regenerative farming and learning about soil health and all those sorts of things so I'm just things twist and turn and they do yeah
0: (laughs) yes yes and you've got a beautiful property that you are getting into cultivating and again this is just another part of your journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It just it, it unfolds doesn't it? For everyone life can be is like that you know we sort of head in one direction and then we you know we learn something else because I just think I'll always be a lifelong learner. I, I love to study things and and learn new things so
0: yeah, that's awesome. And I mentioned in the intro about a few of the other gifts that you give to others. Um, one being your beautiful poetry can you share your inspiration here and you know maybe yeah. can we get the heads up is there going to be a book
1: there will be hey, um, I'm, about, <laughs> I'm about three quarters of the way through compiling the book I've been writing poetry on and off now uh, the journey into poetry was an interesting one because when I was around 42 I went through quite a dark depression it was at a time when I was sort of new to my business Simon my husband worked away a lot we had three small children I was also working a second job because obviously the business was building and I wasn't drawing an income from it so I was just pretty stretched and you know life just seemed my perspective at that time it seemed hard Mm
0: -hmm. and as
1: I said I was dealing with a quite a deep depression and Coming out of that, I found poetry just started to flow and I found it a way, it was a way for me to express the things I couldn't necessarily articulate to others in a safe way, just to write it out just initially to myself in poetry form. And it's just sort of evolved over the years. Um, And it has been a a real comfort to me in, in other times of stress, which we all get. It's life. It's the... you know the yin and the yang we have the light and the dark so it's just as I said evolved and I just find it such a comfort you know in my book it will be entitled I've got it (laughs) a life of of restorative rhyme poetically finding a way through life and its challenges so that that's the title but um I've got well over 300 poems that I've done over the times I've got lots to draw on it's just selecting the right ones and then trying to weave in a story and chapters around different sections of life and I just hope that you know if it comforts one person or they can resonate with a poem and it helps then it's lovely to share and I do share a lot on my Facebook because it's strange how it pops up like it's sort of if you asked me to recite one of my poems now, I probably couldn't because no. I don't retain them. It's sort of like they come through me. Yes, if that makes
0: sense. absolutely it comes from you, a deep within yeah, yeah. Once it's, once it's out, it's out. You don't need to remember it, do you? No, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So no.
1: just lucky yes. I've written them, you know, on, yes. and I've found a copy them off Facebook and log, log them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah, it's interesting. So it, it starts with a feeling and like sometimes Simon and I will be driving somewhere or we'll be on holiday and I'll just say, oh, hang on, love, a poem's coming up and it'll just, yeah, literally be a feeling and then away it goes. So oh. I just, it's just such a, for me personally, it feels like a gift because it has got me through some some pretty challenging times.
0: Yes, and it will be a gift um, to others because of that emotion that you've got behind it. And yeah, the so. yeah and all the intention of healing um, yes. behind that and i think with 300 that you may have more than just one book yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, pre- yeah no pressure no pressure no. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: goodness so yeah that's been a really nice fun project on the side so
0: mm. on the side well hang on a minute <laughs> Just because you don't have a lot to do already, I understand. <laughs> and you mentioned that you touched on studying before. I understand that you're, have you stu- you're studying or you're finished studying at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition.
1: Yes, I have finished those studies. So oh. I have my certificate in health coaching.
0: Congratulations. Health.
1: Thank you. I, I haven't started coaching and I'm not sure where that would take me. And again, it was probably through a personal experience that I decided to study that. About five years ago, I was diagnosed with Graves disease, which is a thyroid condition and had to be medicated because due to the nature of the thyroid condition, it would send my heart into atrial fibrillation, which is quite a dangerous condition. It can cause stroke and Yes. Things like that. So it was a pretty scary time when it all first started five years ago. And given my sort of background in natural health, I was a bit averse to taking medication. Just That's just me personally. Yes. But of course, I did take my heart medication. I wasn't going to be that irresponsible, I guess. You yeah. know, I needed to just be sure that I was doing the right thing for my heart. And everything. And I did take thyroid medication to start with, but I did a lot of research into alternative natural health around this issue. Okay. And then through my research, I learned the connection between our gut health and chronic illness. And so I ended up finding some protocols to put into place for myself personally and started eliminating a lot of different foods and incorporating healthier foods working on my stress levels, many different things. And over a six-month period, I was able to wean off all my medication and my thyroid went back to a normal function.
0: Wonderful.
1: Yeah, so it was a really incredible experience for me personally and then that sort of sparked the interest into, well, I want to know more. (laughs) And so (laughs) I went down that track and I must say now, five years on with the last couple of years that we've all had or 18 months with COVID and the challenges that that's brought you know our stress levels change my eating habits went back to stressful eating yes. and now my thyroid has triggered again my body's telling me come on everything's yes. out of whack again so I'm back onto medication because I started to get atrial fibrillation again so oh, it just okay. proves to me the power of What we eat, what we think, it really does impact our health.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: That's been another really incredible personal journey. So I'm now on the road to recovery again. I'm back into my yoga and meditation, and eating cleanly, and managing my, trying to manage my stress through these challenging times. Yes,
0: no, I can. (laughs) But you know that sometimes we get off track. Yes. To reinstate the importance of what we've just learned. Absolutely. That's true. Very true. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I think also, you know, I mentioned I was very adverse to medication, but I have to make a disclaimer that I'm not discounting all medication or Western medicine, of course, and I think there's a fine balance between working in cohesion with alternative therapies and I think you know there's a place for both and of course if I broke my leg or you know I'd be the first to want to be having emergency medicine so yes you know it's it's all relative but I think um my fear is in this current climate there seems to be this sort of squashing and more weight coming down on those alternative therapies and that's a little bit concerning but we still, you know, do what we do and stand in our truth and, yeah, work with what we can.
0: Yes, no, absolutely. I hear what you're saying and, and really feel it as well. And that's mm.
1: the
0: whole essence really of The Better Way of Being podcast is, absolutely. To, is to show that the alternative, the complementary can work so well and should mm. along mainstream medicine. And it's been proven so many times with yourself with what you've just done how you can heal yourself through um doing that fine balance yes absolutely yes Mm. Uh, and and it's it's always so hard when you're at that pioneer stage Uh, yes yes Uh, but it's with that determination which i know you've got i've seen that and um (laughs) (laughs) it's we get down we dust that we sometimes we have to get up and dust ourselves off and just keep going because it it will be absolutely at the end of the day it will be for the betterment of all
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah teresa so how can you know, the listeners connect with you if they want to know more about anything even just to follow you on one of your platforms so they do know when you launch your next book or start, <laughs> start doing your coaching
1: wonderful well we have um obviously our uh, my hemp and parade uh, .com.au website for our main business. And we also we're on Facebook Hemp and Paret Natural Body Care. Um, you have to put the natural body care because there's quite a few other hemp and different products. Okay. <laughs> um, my personal page, Teresa McDowell. I do have a personal website which I am starting to put more on, a bit of my poems and things and thoughts, teresa McDowell.com. And we also have a new Instagram around our property, Taylu Food Forest, which is C A Y L U, food forest on Instagram. So that's our next sort of journey as we build our home and start to develop our food forest and become much more sustainable in our living.
0: Yes, and we haven't even touched on that. So maybe we can <laughs> get, get you back because that has been a wonderful thing to I've been following you um, with that yep. development and you've just done your potato. Yes, little, we've little just yeah. <laughs> put
1: our seed potatoes in. Yeah, Yes, yep. yes.
0: <laughs> oh, and again, what another awesome compliment to everything that you're building, a package really and putting together or, you know, yourself, your future, your family and the community.
1: Absolutely. I think it's just that natural progression again, isn't it? You yes. Know, and we've been waiting a long time to to have our own home again. Um, we've been renting for the last 16 years. When we moved back from Kalgoorlie, we'd sold our home and yes. we sort of got stuck in the rent trap for about 16 years. But that's okay. We've got, we've got our home again now and it, we can start to rebuild and um, and get that. Sustainable living happening that we've been yearning for so yeah, yeah it's exciting oh,
0: yes absolutely and just for listeners i will share in the description of this episode on the podcast all that contact information
1: thank so you they
0: can go and have a look at the intro there and yep. i would just like to thank you so much for joining us here on let's chat i do think i'll get a request to get you back in to hear more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Sharon. And again, I'm just loving what you're doing and putting out to the world. And congratulations on the podcast. I, I know it's going to be a huge success.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And I wish you all the best. And here's to some great connections into the future. Thank you, Sharon. Well, listeners. What an amazing life story that we have just participated and heard about with uh, Teresa, her beautiful soul journey, being open to just taking off and seeing what life offers you. And along the way, the many lessons and look at all the gifts that Teresa has brought through with her Hemp Hemp Hooray products, through to the beautiful poetry and now cultivating and taking her belief in the natural way of being in creating her own food forest. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us here. And do remember, I will have all the contact details for Teresa at the description part of this Let's Chat episode. Thank you again for being a part of this beautiful unfolding. Until next time, soul blessings. for listening to a better way of being to learn more please visit my website hibiscusstreaming.com and join me on both my facebook and instagram pages just search Ashane. i would love to see you in my community of well-being and together we can celebrate the soul celebrate life and your important role here on the earth plane soul blessings and remember you are amazing